You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. When it's uh, 27 minutes uh, to 10, I see my beloved Fadila to the start says, Molana, we have some breaking news in Gaza, Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. A brother, sister sent message from their phone to us and said that Hamas attacked Tel Aviv and Ashkelon and other places and so forth. But I'm looking at it. I can't find, but I found something else very, very interesting. War on Gaza costing Netanyahu regime $260 million per U.S. dollars per day. War on Gaza costing Netanyahu regime $260 million per day. I read for you a short article. Israel's aggression against the Gaza Strip is reportedly costing the Tel Aviv regime, led by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, around $260 million every day. And they say, if you want more details, go to Press TV, P-R-E-S-S-T-V. That's Iran, right? So there can be propaganda involved. So let's break it down to 50%. So it's costing them $130 million, remember, or $150 million per day. So who is going to pay that? You the Americans, you the Europeans, you yourself, you're bankrupt, you must remember that. So how can you going to continue with this? You can't continue with it. And remember this, they said that when Russia invaded Ukraine, you can't remain neutral. You must take a stance. So that's what I'm telling you. Now, what the aggression and terrorism of the Israelis and the Americans, how can you remain on the fence? You must take a side. So we have made up our mind. We will support Hamas and Palestinians right till the end of our life. And our mission is to dismantle the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel. They must be thrown out from the world scene totally. My child who is 20 years old who starts and wants to get married. However, he isn't working and he's still studying. What does Mufti Sab think is the correct thing to do, Ustad? So you must remember that. You must tell him he must fast and so forth. And don't make him a Mufatia that now you're going to pay for everything and a parasite. You must call him as a father, mother. You're 20 years old, 22 years old. You want to get married, so look for a simple girl. Then you study and you work. Every weekend you must be working. And then you must try and sustain yourself. Don't make him a spoiled brat and so forth. He and his wife will sit there and watch TV the whole day and you will give him the money and so forth. So you must put all the responsibilities on him and then inshallah you'll make istikhara and choose a nice simple girl and then let him get married. But he must start working now immediately. Somebody says, Ustad, what intention should a person make when doing any good deeds? A lot of times people give charity, etc. without making any intentions. And how many people can you include in terms of the rewards, Ustad? Remember, any amount by Allah Ta'ala is غير mahdood. There's no limitation. Million, billion, zillion, trillion, whatever you want to. And second one is always check your intention. Say, innamal a'malu binniyat. That, Ya Allah, I'm doing this for your love, for your pleasure. Ya Allah, I don't worry about people. I'm worried about you. Waridwanum min Allah Akbar. Once you have the pleasure of all, Almighty Allah, then that is the biggest and greatest thing you must remember and in that way all Allah will reward you abundantly somebody says Ustad have you seen how the DA has been disgraced and lost hundreds of thousands of voters it's better for us to vote for ANC or EFF even though they are corrupt 
they support the truth to start <laughs> which truth you must remember the pala pala truth so you <laughs> must remember this they can't get the trades working they got load shedding like you can't believe and so forth use you want to vote is your business but you're asking me i made my stance hundred times clear i never voted anc and will never vote i never voted a live witness for da or eff and i'll never vote for them these other parties we can still think about them if you want to but if they are controlled by israel and the jutlas then i will never advise you to vote for them what south africa needs is just two things in 2024 elections we have to bring the anc down to below 50%, bring them to 40-45% and make a strong coalition and strong opposition, then things will start working in the right direction. I said this from 94, but who will listen? There was a frenzy, you know. What? We must vote. Boko, boko. So so that is the mentality of people. You know, masses are asses, you know. Mm. I've got Bobby who started. He says, evening AK, how should the British who triggered the Palestinian conflict, be punished to start? 100% they must be punished if I'm president or if I'm the judge of somewhere. I will work out everything from that time and all these millions and billions and trillions, this lord and this lord and this millionaire's got and so forth, we will take away 20-30% from there and we will then channelize it to Palestine, to their forefathers. Simple question I ask you. Take these Jutlas who are there, 10 million, 12 million, 15 million, whatever they want to say they are. Ask them, what's your name? He'll tell you Benjamin. He will tell you this, this. What's your father's name? Okay, this. Where was he born? Where's your grandfather? 80% of them, their father or grandfather, all that work for somewhere else. None of them, when I say none, meaning 80-90%, were not even born in Israel, Palestine, occupied Palestine. Call a Palestinian. He will tell you, my father, my grandfather, my great-grandfather, five, six, seven, eight generations, all were born in Palestine. So that tells you, you must remember that Palestine belongs to who? Not to these squatters and these invaders and these terrorists and so forth and so on. So you must remember, Britain is the biggest harami. It took somebody else's land and gave it to another party and then America came and then gave them full support and so forth. So America must be paid to make to pay reparations. Israel and Britain must be made to pay and the Israeli government and Jutlas must be made to pay. How they make Germany pay till today for reparations and so forth. We have to do the same thing and all the Arab regimes who are against Gaza and Palestine and for Israel, we must take them and put them in front of a firing squad and shoot them dead in public and all their palaces and all their money, we must take it and give it to the poor Muslims. That is what we must do. Somebody says, Ustad, to build the masjid or to dig the hole, is the rewards the same, Ustad? So you must remember anything to do of a masjid is not the walls and all that. Min al-farshi ilal arsh. So man bana lillahi masjida, banallahu lahu baytan fil jannah, authentic sahih hadith in Mishkat Sharif. So three things. The hadith, man bana lillah. You build a masjid for the love and pleasure of Allah. Allah will bless you with a palace in Jannah, authentic hadith, Mishkat Mustad Ahmad. Go to Sahaba, Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu anhu warda qibla in Masjid Nabawi is southern direction. So you must remember that where the mihrab was, 
when the master alayhi salatu salam sayna ubakar sayna umar so it was at the back but today right in front you must remember there's a mihrab the niche so that is called mihrab usmani the first six seven first when it's eat time and big crowd then they use it otherwise they stand at the back nowadays so nevertheless they asked Sayyidina Usman why are you building this masjid so like smart and you know so special he quoted the same hadith I told you he never went for janda and zillatul ulama in the agniya he used his personal money and he said see I'm using my own money and for Allah's sake Allah's masjid Nabi sallallahu masjid is named after the master salam. so I will give the best and the best so it doesn't mean we have to build the whole masjid even a portion of a masjid one brick so whether it's the foundation whether it's the wall whether it's the musallas whatever it is get the optimum reward provided our intention is to please almighty Allah alone I'm a sister from Phoenix I want to know if you read four rakats salah and mistakenly you read five rakats must you make sajda sahu or must you read the salah again ustad? you must repeat the salat so now what you were thinking of in the first rakat you were thinking of the supermarket special or you were thinking of your children or you were thinking about the TV program so before you start your salat my sister read read now with me so you don't forget Allahumma inni a'udhu bika oh Allah I seek your protection min al khinzab Minal Khinzab K H I N Z A B K H I N Z A B. So remember that. So you read that, inshallah. Then all the waswasa whisperings of shaitan will disappear. Before you start your wudu, your ablution, say, and the hadith of Khinzab is in Muslim Sharif. <coughs> And the hadith of wudu that the Satan, Lucifer, small shaitan comes in trouble is in Tirmidhi. Inna lil wudu is shaitan and yuqalu lahu al-walahan. So say, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-walahan. So then, inshallah, nobody will trouble you. And read, min al-jinnati wal-nas. Read, qul a'udhu bi rabbil falak, qul a'udhu bi rabbil nas. And then you will protect yourself from all these enemies, inshallah. Somebody says, Ustad, I make dua for Ustad. Hope you well. Where and how did the tradition of fireworks come into the Hindu religion? Is there a meaning to it that is related to it? That is the fireworks, Ustad? So you must remember if you study the term Diwali, if you study the term Dipavali, if you study Hindu religion, they use both terms. So Dipavali and Diwali. So Diwali became like the abbreviation. So they call it the festival of lights. So you must remember that. So therefore now people in the modern age, they say now just lights, lights is not fun. We must have some fun and games and so forth like the Christian church. Now you have the Pope, you have the priest and all that. So now he gives and delivers a sermon. They say now we're hearing the same thing here. Let's bring some fun and games into it. So they brought the piano there. Then they brought the orchestra and the musical guy and then they brought the women inside and then the jiving and the dancing started you see so the origins were so simple but then you brought other other things so same thing we're not condoning it I'm just explaining to you so when you said that festival of lights so it was you just have a candle a light or whatever but now the new generation say man this candle we are eating food every day in candlelight virtue of ANC courtesy of ANC low shedding we want some sparks to fly so then they brought in all this here 
So now you see when the Diwali, Dipawali and all that, here was disaster yesterday. Mm. So in Lens, from Saturday night till Sunday night, 25 hours, there was no power. The Hindus were so upset, I can't blame them. So you must remember that they have cooked so many special meals, everything going off, no fridge, no freezer, nothing working, unless you got very powerful generator, inverter, and so forth and so on. So anyway, you must remember, so that is the problem that is there, that when people bring additions and they want to add, they bring sparks in things. Now when they're like crackers go, you know those crackers, sometimes they sound like a bomb, like a fire show, you know, somebody shot a big gun like uh, AK-47 or something. You see how the dogs and all of them going this direction, this direction. They terrified and petrified and so forth. So that is what happened. People hijacked their religion. Somebody says Ustad, Netanyahu always calls Hamas the Amalekas. Who are the Amalekas, Ustad? Go study the Bible and go study the Torah and so forth. You must remember this. So they were the enemies of the prophets and the messengers and so forth. And therefore Moses and them had to go and fight them and so forth. So he's trying to justify that. He got nothing to do with the Torah. He is the biggest, you must remember, criminal. And even today he told them, the army, the IDF, he said, if you're not going to finish them off, then they will come again for us. You see what he's trying to say? You must finish them up. But he's sitting there. He knows that he's finished. BB is finished. You must remember that. His own people want to lynch him and circumcise him because they say he's not circumcised properly. And my personal message, BB, you're going straight to prison. Where are you going? Harami, you're going to join Katzef. He was your president and landed up in jail. You're going to join all met. He was your prime minister and then he was eating omelets there. You also going there. I'm telling you now and every day we make dua. Amen. Allah decimate you, destroy Amen. you and send you straight to jail because you're a war criminal and you are the biggest harami there. 9.47 p.m. South African time, Ustad. We have breaking news from our beloved brother Ibrahim Anderson. He says, Ustad, we have 52 people in total. 32 females 20 males. Affidavit ready and we are waiting for you, Ustad. We are right in Queenstown, Eastern Cape. Ustad. Masha Allah, in Eastern Cape, Queenstown, the big shot there. You must meet him, my brother Ibrahim Anderson. If you can't meet him, then at least tell the brothers and sisters there they must go to him. He and his wife are doing sterling service, yeoman service. You ask anybody there, Dr. Magda, and I know I've been there several times, and Masha Allah, he can't leave that place. He wants to come to Durban, but when they think about the work Allah is taking from them, Allah Ta'ala accept it. So you just tell them Dr. Magda and they must go there and then everything will be sorted out. Okay, mashallah, 32 females, right? 32 females, 20 males. Mashallah, 52 people embracing Islam. Allahumma laka shukru kullu wa laka alhamdu kullu. Ya Allah, how can we thank you enough that we have our roving ambassador and he goes to different parts of the world, different parts, and then he brings them in. So all of you, my sisters, my brothers, jazakallah it's a special day in your life. Amen. Write it down. It is the 29th of Rabi'ul Akhir that you embrace Islam, and that is a historic day in your life. Repeat after me, my honorable brothers and sisters. Ashahadu, Ashahadu, Allah, Allah, Ilaha, Ilaha, 
children of Gaza are dying and they are being murdered and so yeah, forth. Allah. They're dying in the incubators and you so-called Muslim don't have that shame and that self-respect and so forth. So what difference between you and MBS and MBZ and all of them, these Haramis and traitors and murders? So you also supporting them then. So as far as, far as possible, say, I will not support you. I will go to other stores. I'll go to other places. That is what the Woolworths. I don't know when last in my life I went to Woolworths. We're still living and everything. Mm. So you must remember these things here. But you got that mentality, you see, that no, there's the best things there. So go to other places also. So where they don't support Israel. <coughs> so explain us the synonymous with Palestine and Khaybar. We hear the Nizam Palestinians say the Jutlas must remember Khaybar. Khaybar, Khaybar, Ya Yahud, Inna Jaysha Muhammad, Sofa Yahud. The children, they say that. And five, six, eight, nine, ten years old, they know their places. They are the army, small, small children. Mm. Not one of them is Bali and mature. And they got Iman in their hearts. And they got the stones in the hand. And these Haramis come with their bull- bulletproof vests, uh, the big, big guns, with their helmets, and so forth. I witnessed this with my own eyes. And these youngsters are hiding here and there. And they must just disembark from their jeep and their vehicles. And then that comes there, flying in all these stones. And so the Israeli media calls it rockets. You understand? It's mm-hmm. not rockets, it's stones. But you know the impact it has on them, on the Jutla. So you must remember. And then they all sing together. Khaybar, Khaybar, Ya Yahud. Inna Jaysha Muhammad, Sofa Yahud. So Khaybar, Khaybar, O Jutlas, it was Muharram. It was the 70th of the Hijrah. He, Habibuna Mustafa, Rasulullah, gave the banner and the flag to Sayyidina Ali, radiallahu an. And Sayyidina Ali's title is Fatih Khaybar, the conqueror of Khaybar. You Muslims, you going to Medina, you going for Umrah. So if you're in Medina, eat, uh, go for Fajr, and after Fajr, have tea and sandwich or whatever quickly, and then go. And with the taxi to Khaybar, is one and a half hour, two hours. Spend one hour there, two hours. I was there, I went right on there and saw it. So you must remember and you come back, you'll be in time for Zohar Salat. If you're in Makkah, Mukarramah, have quick Nashta breakfast, then Rasta, and go to Taif, and go and visit Taif, and then go to Sail, take your Ihram with you, and then you fasten Ihram there, and then you come back and perform Umrah. According to Hanafis, it's wajib for you to do so. When you go to Taif, you must come back in the state of Ihram. So these are the two things I suggest if you agree. Somebody said to the person who said Hamas leaders love it up, has money and humanizing. I've been to Gaza, Ustad. I ate at Ismail Haniya's home. He lives a simple among these people. He leads the Salah in an old masjid as a simple person, Ustad. Yes, he's not speaking about that. He's speaking of currently. He's now there, you must remember, in in Qatar and so forth, because you know that this Israelis, they are in their DNA. It is there to murder and kill. Somebody sent it to me, and I think I sent it out also. People are thirsty. People are thirsty. The Palestinians are thirsty for water. And the Jutlas, the Haramis, are thirsty for blood. <laughs> that is the difference. You got it now? So the founder of Hamas, Sheikh Ahmed Yasin, Rahimahullah, in 1987, Hamas was formed and established. 
2004, you must remember, Sheikh Abdullah, Sheikh Ahmed Yassin was martyred and murdered by Ariel Sharon. With a, you must remember, with a missile that they shot and so forth. When he came out from the masjid, they in Gaza after Fajr. The second leader was Dr. Abdul Aziz Rantisi, so they martyred him also and murdered him. And three weeks ago, four weeks ago, on a Friday, his wife also was martyred there in Gaza, Dr. Abdul Aziz Rantisi. So he's the third leader. So they know where they are. They can easily target them, extrajudicial killing. They know what is murder. They murder children, babies, one day old. So what is the Haramis? So therefore he's there, and Yahya Sinwar, he's there underground, and he's running the operations there so these are our Hamas these are our Mujahideen and they know exactly what they are doing 38 days 40 days coming and remember they're taking on the might of Israel the might of America the might of Europe and all these Haramis Kufar put together cannot get one hostage out what that tells you mm. I'm, what that tells you I'm asking you <coughs> it shows you what is Kuwata Imani? They have bombed. They have bombed. You must remember Gaza twice more than what Hiroshima and what Nagasaki and that looks like. You must remember that. And still they can't break them down because when you have Iman, then you have Quran in front of you. Ihdal Husnayin, Imma Ashahada wa Imma An-Nasr. Either you will give us victory or either we will go as martyrs. We will oh. never surrender. And that is what Hamas says. And therefore, we stand with them and we curse the Jutlas and their leadership and those who help them. Allahumma alayka bil Yahudi zalimin wa man wa'alahum. Ya Allah, these Saudis, these Emiratis and these Bahrainis and Egyptians and Jordanians, I speak of the governments, not the people. Whole lot haramis, murtads. Allah Ta'ala must punish them and Allah Ta'ala sends such a punishment for them Amin. because they could not even have the people of Gaza with one cup of water, oh, one bottle of medication, one liter of fuel, and you tell me the Muslims, hang your heads in shame, please. Ben. <laughs> Somebody says you start London and the USA is in total chaos. London is at standstill, and even evil Macron changed his tune due to massive pressure. Is stuff finally changing for the truth to start? So you must remember when Allah Ta'ala wants to change conditions, there's two Hindus there. You must remember Sunak, dead against Palestine. And the Suval, Suval, or whatever you want to call her, I call her Sula. So you must, Suga Sula. And it happened, she got the red card, they fired her. Her name is flashing in every newspaper, in every news channel, fired, and, and she's dumped, you must remember, the worst minister of interior and the worst prime minister. Go back to India and drink your cow, milk or cow, urine, whatever you choose. So you must remember that they wanted to put a stop to the march in London on Saturday, the past Saturday. More than 300,000 people, BBC said. But I believe it is slanted news. When we look at the other news coming from the Muslim side, they say it's near 
nearer to this million, about half a million people were marching and so forth and so on. So once the tide has turned, you must remember, Hamas did this Ummah such a favor, the Saudis, Emiratis wanted to get rid of Palestine. Allah says, we're going to get rid of you and bring Palestine back on the center scene. And you must remember, Israel will fall and Palestine will take over the whole of Israel. How the Muslims, inshallah, in our lifetime will take over the whole of India. And that is mentioned in Sunan Nasai. So we don't speak from our pocket. We speak from Quran Sharif and Sunnah. Our time is exhausted. Next up, we have my brother Hafez Yusuf Kala. And thereafter, we have Hazrat Mohana Ihtishamul Akhtanwi. I love him. I love his lectures. I love his tilawat. And anybody got his reading, recital, lectures, but the quality must be good. Mm. Then we will play it, inshallah. So I see a lot of brothers are sending me either his tilawat or either some lectures. So Ruhani Bimariya. So our spiritual diseases, our pride, our jealousy, our arrogance, love for this world, love for name and fame, so all these are spiritual diseases. So Hazrat Maulana, I went five years to Jacob Light then to listen to his lectures. One hour is to stand and lecture. I just used to look at him and used to shake his head. Rumi nefarmaya, and then he'll shake his head and read it. And Iqbal nefarmaya, then he'll read one, you know, yeah. Sometimes my head is paining, but when I hear him reading, the headache also disappears. So you must remember this, so wonderful. He passed away in 1980 on a Friday. I was there for his janazah also. So Allah ta'ala grant them all jannatul firdaus al-Allah. Tomorrow morning, 5 to 4 will be Adhan. 4 o'clock, Mona Arafat will start 5 post 4 I'll be down inshallah so that's our program for tomorrow Bar and my brother Lukolo will send 5 parts we will send it out to you for the QA the podcast and one the clip of our brothers embracing and sisters embracing Islam 52 Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta samiul alim my sister sent me a message I think she's worried how many people coming here <laughs> so forth Ben don't worry we're going to make you active there in this Pingo Beach and my Ismail Kareem, my favorite nephew, he'll become my secretary there, inshallah. <laughs> right, salam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mu'ala Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussein, Hafizahullah. Up next, Hafiz Kala Sahib, thereafter the Urdu lecture. We will be seeing you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program, As-Safinatu Ilal Jannah. From the team, Allahumma ahdina wa ahdibina wa ahdina sa jami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.